Hey, it's Curious City's Adriana Cardona Magigad. This week, Brandon Johnson took the oath and officially became the mayor of Chicago. I, Brandon Johnson, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution. Johnson is also well known in activism circles for his community and labor organizing. He's very much a power to the people kind of guy, which is why it feels like the perfect time to roll out this story with it a few years ago. In Chicago, citizens can introduce legislation into city council. That's curious citizen Matt Owens. He's a civil rights attorney and community organizer in Chicago. A while back, he was working on police reform. And when he was ready to share a proposal with council members, Matt went onto the city clerk's website to get the lay of the land. You know, figure out what comes next in the legislative process. And I came across language indicating that citizens could introduce legislation into city council. And I'm a, a bit of a <laughs> civic engagement nerd, so I, I found the idea pretty interesting. Matt's right. Regular citizens like Matt or me or you can actually come up with new laws, sort of. It, it doesn't, there's not really a concrete procedure. It's probably more of a phantom right than an actual right. A phantom right? What exactly does that mean? Can an average person in Chicago propose and get a law passed or not? And if so... How is this done? What laws have been passed this way? So that's what we're going to find out this week. And our expert guide is WBC reporter Claudia Morell. She spent a lot of time covering city council meetings. Like, she's watched more than a thousand hours of these meetings. And she notes her way around the rules. And there are a lot of rules. Coming up, legislation from the ground up. That's next. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get into Matt's question about how citizens can propose legislation, Claudia Morrell explains how laws are normally passed by city council. New business. The clerk will call the wards beginning with the first. First, an ordinance is filed with the city clerk's office, usually by someone in government, an alderman, a department head, or the mayor. Then the proposed piece of legislation is introduced at the monthly city council meeting. Mr. Chairman, item number four on the on the agenda is an author. A substitute ordinance to amend. Amendment here, an ordinance authorizing the execution of a... Then the ordinance is sent to one of 19 council committees. For example, an ordinance for a zoning change would go to the zoning committee. Items related to the police department go to the public safety committee, and so on. Good morning, everyone. Your Committee on Transportation and Public Way will now come to order. And the chairman of these committees, they have a lot of power. Have a very quick agenda. They can decide if the proposed ordinance will get a committee hearing or if it'll just be stuck on a shelf never to be heard from again. But let's say the ordinance does get a committee hearing. This 
is where the debate happens. Discussing it for a long time, and we're. Alderman Smith, you made a motion and called for roll call. Sometimes it gets heated. Then let me. But but no. I need to clarify something because what she's saying right now. I said no. We are on. Sometimes it moves dreadfully slow. Is that a requirement for the project to to acquire property? Hello. The information that we have on the record. After the committee has discussed the ordinance, they usually vote on it. And if they decide to pass it, it goes to the full city council for a final vote. Madam Clerk, call the roll. Alderman Hopkins. Alderman Dow. If it's approved by a majority of the city council, the ordinance becomes part of the municipal code. Eyes are 47, the nays are zero. Now, it's law. Bottom line, lawmaking can be a long bureaucratic process, mostly steered by aldermen and government officials. So you can understand why Matt, our question asker, is interested in finding a way around all this. So I started making calls to see how it works. My first call was to the city clerk's office, where I talked to Trishana Nolan. T-R-E-S-H-O-N-N-A. Nolan is the spokesperson for the city clerk. And she says, yes, citizens can introduce their own ordinances, but... It's just not a very, um, it's not a common occurrence because it's just beneficial for a community organization or a resident to work with their alderman directly. Which makes sense, right? If you want to push something through city council, it helps to have an alderman in your corner. But Nolan says citizen legislation isn't just uncommon. There's not really a concrete procedure. She says there isn't really a roadmap or any rules for how citizens can do this. And she seems to be right. There's nothing in the municipal code or the rules of procedure. That's the guidebook for the city council. So I called up a former alderman, Joe Moore. He served as an alderman for 28 years, and he was one of those all-powerful committee chairs. He also used this process himself back in the 90s before he was elected to the city council. So if anyone would know about citizen introductions, it would be him. Have you looked on their website? Yeah, I did. It's right there on the website. City clerk website. It says right there on the website, uh, you know, citizens could submit uh, submit ordinances. As I'm sitting next to my uh, my computer, so let's see if I can find it right away. Let's, let's see. You go... Um, let me see if this is where it was. Hmm. I did see it. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I can look for it. Um, yeah, it, 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 it is definitely on there. Uh, Eventually, I find it. Nestled in one sentence on the city clerk's website. Quote, Legislation may be introduced by the mayor or the executive departments, by one or more aldermen, by a city council committee, or by a citizen through the city clerk's office. That's it. So why is it so hard to find information on this? Well, current and former employees of the clerk's office told me, on background, none of them wanted to be named for this story, that it's a very, very sensitive topic. They don't advertise it because, one, they don't want to open the floodgates, and two, any ordinance introduced from a citizen is technically filed as coming from the city clerk's office. And the clerk is supposed to be a records-keeping job, 
one where you don't make waves by having your name on ordinances demanding things like term limits or salary cuts for elected officials. So given the lack of public information around citizen introductions, it's hard to imagine that many citizens actually know about it, which lines up with what Nolan at the city clerk's office told me. It's just not a common occurrence. They are wrong. They are wrong. This is former Governor Pat Quinn. Right here. And he says citizen legislation isn't that rare. No. Even though the process is somewhat shrouded in secrecy, word has a way of getting around. How I found out about it, I think it it might have been some alderman telling me way back when. Since then, he's introduced legislation as a citizen several times, before and after he was governor. And it turns out, he's not the only one. I did some digging on Legistar. That's the website where the city clerk lists all the city council meetings and the items they'll be voting on. And I found 37 cases of citizen-led ordinances. Now, keep in mind, Legistar only goes back to 2010, so to find examples before that, I'd have to comb through old transcripts of city council meetings, and those are thousands of pages per meeting. So, Legistar it is. Okay, so right now I am going on Legistar. have it bookmarked, of course. Oh, this one's interesting. Exemption from physical barrier requirement for commercial... Several of the ordinances were related to redistricting. Blah, 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 whereas permanent... A bunch? We're about signage. Blah, 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 blah. And then there was a mix of other stuff. Blah, blah, blah. In 2012, a taxi driver introduced an ordinance to increase cab fares. Following proposals and petition for a Chicago taxi cab fare increase. Someone else introduced an ordinance that would change the rules around issuing parking tickets. This is regarding ticketing cars without proof. Then there was one to set term limits for aldermen. No more than two four-year terms in office. And another banning styrofoam takeout containers from street carts and restaurants. And then in parentheses it says, That one was actually introduced by a group of elementary schoolers with the help of Pat Quinn. Cool. I found others too. And the one thing they all had in common, according to Legistar, none of these ordinances passed. When I told Pat Quinn and Joe Moore that I couldn't find any examples of successful citizen ordinances, neither seemed surprised, given the way city council is organized and the way legislation gets passed. There are many steps in the process, and it can get pretty technical. But what you need to know is, it really pays to be an alderman, so you can be in the room and make sure your proposal actually gets a vote. So citizens are kind of at a disadvantage. But Pat Quinn has an idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He tells me there should be a signature requirement. If a citizen gets enough signatures in support of their ordinance, say five or 10,000. That's a substantial number. It indicates a lot of people are paying attention to something. Once that happened, then I think that any alderman should say, well, this is worthy of attention and it's worthy of voting on. And Quinn says that would be in line with the true spirit of democracy. The idea that democracy is sort of a closely held process by insiders, um, that's not so healthy. You should always have a safety valve where if the insiders are not paying attention to something, uh, then the voters have a way to go. Coming up, one citizen tries to do exactly that. I submitted it to the city clerk's office. No help from nobody. I did it all myself. 
That's after the break. Okay, so citizens can introduce ordinances in Chicago, but it's a complicated, little-known process, and it's hard to keep your proposal alive after you submit it. Former Governor Pat Quinn says signatures could help citizen introductions get the attention of lawmakers. But remember earlier I mentioned the ordinance to raise cab fares? Well, the taxi driver who introduced that is a guy named Ted Bazinski. And he actually tried to do what Quinn is suggesting. He got a bunch of signatures in support. I single-handedly, you know, collected 1,500 signatures from cab drivers who were working. Bazinski wanted two things, to increase taxi fares and to boost the fee taxi drivers could charge if people got sick in the car. When they start barfing in the cab, why can't we charge them? Bazinski wanted to charge $100 for barfing. That's closer to the amount limo drivers got at the time. But when he introduced it, the clerk's office tried to invalidate the signatures he collected. You know, saying that some of the signatures are duplicated, and some of them had revoked licenses, and I said, that's a lot of garbage. I don't believe that. After a few tries, Bazinski says the fare increase eventually got a hearing. But no one, not the mayor or anyone on the council, was in support of increasing taxi fares. And I complained. I said, you know, when the city council wants a raise, they give themselves one, and it passes. But when we want a raise, they say no. So even with signatures, Bazinski's ordinance faced a lot of hurdles. And in the end, it failed to pass. And that, folks, is what I learned about the power citizens have to introduce legislation. Yes, it's possible, but once you file an ordinance with the clerk's office, there's no guarantee it will go anywhere. You have no ability to steer the legislation, and it's likely to just languish. So I went back to Matt Owens, our question asker, and I told him what I learned. I sort of suspected this, (laughs) to be honest. But he says he wishes things were different because he thinks our democracy could use it. If people understood the process and could see that it actually works, they'd be more likely to get involved. My general philosophical view is that good governance results from transparency and civic engagement. And I don't think people are apathetic about government at baseline. I think they're apathetic because they feel like they have no power. I feel I think they're apathetic because they feel like their voice doesn't matter in the operation of government. Despite all that, Matt thinks it's still a good thing this power exists, even if, for the moment, it's not very effective. You know, I still think it's a nice idea as a symbol of what city government could be. Thanks to Claudia Morel for her reporting. And we've got a couple of small updates. Trishana Nolan, who Claudia talked to for the story, has since moved on from the city clerk's office. And to the best of our knowledge, no citizen-proposed laws have been enacted since we first aired this story in 2021. But with a new mayor and a number of new city council members, that could change. And while citizens might have some trouble introducing legislation at city council, here at Curious City, democracy reigns. Go to wbc.org slash curiouscity to ask your questions about Chicago history or culture. 
Jason Mark and Joe DeSau produce the show. Maggie Sivet is our digital and engagement producer, and Marie Mendoza is our podcast fellow. Our editors are Johanna Sorn and Susie Ann. Curious City is supported by the Conant Family Foundation. I'm reporter Adriana Cardona Magigad. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you back here next week. Sometimes you just need a quick overview of the news. Meantime, it was chaos today at the Chicago City Council. A Chicago cop with a controversial past is running for judge. Other times, you're looking for a deeper understanding of what's going on in the city. Wow, that's so, no one has asked me that question. The Rundown Podcast has all of that, and it's Chicago-based, so you know what's up in your neighborhood and across town. Listen to The Rundown wherever you get your podcasts or at wbez.org slash rundown.